Welcome to Mishnah study of Masichat Pe'ah, Perek Zayin, Mishnah Chet. Over here in our Mishnah, we're going to speak about a person who dedicated his vineyard, who dedicates a vine to Hekdesh. Is he allowed to do so? If he does so, what about all the Peret and the, or, or the Olilot that were on that vine? Could he donate, dedicate those to the Hekdesh, to, to the Hekdesh as well? What happens to what belongs to the Aniim? So that's what we're going to discuss in this Mishnah. HaMakdishat Karmo, Ad Shelo No De'u HaOlilot, En HaOlilot La'aniim. So a person, he dedicates his vineyard to Hekdesh before any olelot, right? Any of these, you know, um, clusters that belong to the aniim, these clusters of grapes that belong to the aniim, before any of them were recognized, right? So the Mishnah says, and how olelot aniim, these olelot do not belong to the aniim, they go straight to the hektesh, right? Because there was nothing there at the time when he donated it. So when it grew, these clusters grew, they were already in the Hekdesh's property, and we know the Hekdesh is not obligated in, give, in giving a peret in Olidot. But Mishinod Uha Olidot, right, once the Olidot were already recognized on the vine, then Ha'olidot La'anim, then those belong to the Anim. Why? Because we have a, we have a cloud, we have an important principle that a person can dedicate, can give away, donate something that's not his. So once these Olelot were there, they belong to the Aniim, and he can't give it to the Hekdesh. And Biyoseomer, at this point, if a person does this, right, what do we do? So the Biyoseh says, you, you still need to give the value of how much it grew to the Hekdesh, right? So let's say uh, the fruit wasn't fully ripe yet when he made it, when he said it was Hekdesh. And then it kept on growing until it until its ripening stage. So whatever that value was, the person needs to give that value, that monetary value, to the hekdesh. What's considered shikha? Now, generally, when we know this shikha also by grapes. Now a person passes the grape. At what point is it considered forgotten? So there's two types of way grapes grow. You could see you see some of them grow on a trellis, right? They'll grow up. And I think most of us are familiar with that, right? They're growing on top of a structure, on top of a trellis. There's also grapes, a vine that will just grow in the ground, right? No one actually lifted onto the trellis, and it's just grapes growing on the ground. Sort of like as you see, like gourd and pumpkins growing today. So if a person um, forgot something on the aris, on the trellis, he can't reach back, he can't stretch back and reach, right? He can't go back and reach. Once he, if he can't reach back, it's outside of a hand's reach. That's considered shikha. And barogliot, right, the ones in the ground, once he passes it. And Harabam lends off and he says, halacha Halacha is like rebiyose, right, that you need to give the value of how much it grew to the hekdesh. And some of the mefarshim are actually puzzled why he's being posek like rebiyose if it's seemingly cholek on tarakama, especially if Harabam says, halacha rebiyose, so he seemingly understands that rebiyose is arguing on tarakama. The case of Mishneh, uh, mentions in the Mishneh Torah on, on Pirush Anambam, he says because there was actually a case in the Yerushalmi and there was the Maaseh over there and over there they were posek like Rabbi Yosef. So Anambam goes according to the Maaseh Shaya and he's posek like Rabbi Yosef.